Well, let's do this. What do you say? It's time for the Terry James Show. A show that has its own theme song. So good to be here. I'm having so much fun. This is episode number five. We've got a weekly collection of motivation, hopefully some inspiration, some desperation, some humiliation. We're really going to kick things up today and do some masturbation. <laughs> Sorry, I, you know, this is who I am. You're just going to deal with it. Been a crazy week battling a little bit of a cold, a strange little bit of a cold, but I feel great. feel fantastic. If this is the way colds got to be, I got a lucky one. I got a good one. I do want to thank my friend Jane Asher before we continue on. Jane invited me on her podcast. It's called The Next Room. Google it, subscribe to it. It's a fantastic podcast. She's become one of the nation's leading experts on death and how to deal with it. And we all going to have to, whether it's our own or our loved ones. And she puts a very nice spin on it. And it's, it's really, really a good podcast. It was an honor being on it. We didn't talk much about depth death. Uh, we did. We talked about my favorite stuff though. Me. <laughs> oh boy. Let's see here. What else? Uh, in the cold, I was able just to kind of watch baseball settle in, watching some Dodgers, watching some Mariners. It's weird because I kind of want to be right about the Dodgers this year. I kind of want them to, to suck. I want them to get rid of their manager. I don't know why. Uh, it, it's, it's really strange. I'm not necessarily rooting against them, but if they lose, I hope that's the reason why. I think the guy just always blows it for him in the playoffs. Uh, speaking of playoffs, NHL playoffs are going on. Very anticlimactic. The NBA playoffs are going on. What a bad product I believe the NBA is. And all that. Let's see here. What else did I do this? I pissed some people off on Twitter. That was fun. I stumbled across an article on Twitter that said that had the, uh, what is it? The top baby names for 2023. And I was surprised to find out that Adolf is not on it. That's what I, I tweeted. I tweeted that and followed up by, uh, I give it a couple of years though. And I, that's what, that was my tweet. Uh, pissed some people off and you got to figure the people that I pissed off. You should be looking at yourself, not me. All right, there you go. All right. On today's show, I got a lot of stuff we're going to cover. There's some psychological tricks that you should have in your back pocket. Stumbled across an article. We're going to go across uh, of, over some of that. And then, of course, um, we're going to be talking about the dangers of idolizing people versus role modeling. There's a big difference there. There's a gigantic difference there. But let's get things going, man. I got something up front that I really want to get on and talk to you guys about. So I just had something kind of weird happen. I was walking downstairs today. I live in a high rise and I have a neighbor who is kind of a guy's guy. You know, he was, he's just uh, one of those dudes who likes to hunt. He fishes all the time. He fixes shit. He's just a guy's guy. And he's always a very nice guy. And he and I take the time anytime we see each other, which isn't all that much. I mean, I maybe bump into him once or twice a month, maybe. And each time it's, you know, we exchange pleasantries, tell a couple of jokes, you know, things like that. We always have a good time. I don't really socialize with him or anything. But 
I could tell he was in kind of a different mood, as so was I. I went downstairs with the soul. I wasn't planning on recording this right now because I wasn't going to do anything today. I'm not feeling it today. Uh, it's cold, all kinds of shit. I just wasn't feeling it. Didn't plan on doing anything today. Didn't feel like I was going to get motivation anywhere today. But I went downstairs and... I just said, hey, man, he was putting off a different vibe. Like I said, he seemed a little preoccupied, a little sad, uh, maybe upset. I couldn't tell what it was. And normally I would have just nodded to the guy and said, hey, man, throw up the deuce, little peace sign, and, and move on because you could tell he was not ready to talk to somebody. But I said, hey, man, everything all right? I don't know where it came from. I just felt for the guy right then. Just asked everything okay? The floodgates opened up. This guy starts tearing up. I'm going to start tearing up right now too because some of the stuff he told me. But um, it uh, It's some serious things. And I don't want to put his, his shit out there right now. I, I came back up here and I started thinking, man, this guy needed somebody to talk to. I mean, he, it's like he was just hoping for somebody to say, how you doing? And I listened. Then I listened some more. I did a couple, oh, man, that's fucked up type of thing. But the more the story kept going on, the more it started killing me inside. You know, I came back upstairs, and I was very happy that I just said, hey, everything okay, man? He, he needed somebody. And I'm very glad that I got over my, myself. You know, normally I would have just said, if I am, I mean, you know, I'm doing my own thing, you know, type of stuff. Uh, but uh, I, I was very happy that I was more, pre I was present for somebody. And my message right now to you guys, to you, is do your best to be present for somebody. You never know when somebody's really going to need you. And by needing you doesn't mean you got to loan them money or anything like that. Most of the time, most of the time, they just need somebody to talk to. Even the manliest of men. Even the toughest of dudes. Everybody's got their moments, man. Everybody gets bad news. Everybody has uh, self-doubt. Everybody has those moments. And if you could be there, I mean, I didn't say anything that changed his life. I didn't do jack shit. I was just there, gave him a bro hug at the end and said, hey, man, uh, here's my cell. I've never given this guy my cell number before. I said, but here, here's my cell in case you need something. Uh, let me know. And, uh, you know, just be present for somebody, guys. And, and, and if you see those signs, don't be afraid to ask, hey, is everything all right? Hey, do you think nice guys finish last? I've always kind of thought that. You know, they kind of get taken advantage of and all that kind of stuff. And by guys, I mean people. Okay, just the saying, nice guys finish last. And I've kind of noticed it's a little different now that I get a little older. Because I want to be a nice person. But I also want to say fuck you when I have to say fuck you. I also want to stand up for myself when I need to stand up for myself. And unfortunately, 
That has not always been the case with me. It's people pleasers who finish last. If you're going around trying to please others with all of your actions, trying to be Mr. Considerate, which is what I am. You know, I just don't like being around problems. I like being the peacemaker. I, I look for uh, ways to make others comfortable and to make others happy. Maybe one day that's going to go back and I'll get credit for some of that. But I, don't, I think you end up getting taken advantage of. What are some of the things that happen to, to people pleasers? How do you get taken advantage of as a people pleaser? Well, let's see here. Let's just say you're out to eat with a bunch of friends and you know everybody's splitting the bill, all that kind of stuff. You don't eat your fair share. You make sure everybody's having a good time and there's nothing wrong with that. But at some point, you feel pretty bad about yourself for that. You're going, why do I always do that? And it's not necessarily about that, but you that's just an example of, of what it is. You know, you want to keep people, pleasers want to keep everybody around them happy. And it's absolutely impossible to keep everybody happy around you. I'm convinced right now, more than ever, that you got to kind of walk around with a chip on your fucking shoulder. And that doesn't mean being an asshole. It just means standing up for yourself. You know, having a chip on your shoulder, I've noticed a lot of people that have that. Those are the successful people. Unfortunately, those are the successful people. The people that stand out in this world are the assholes. Now, personally, I, I could easily go down the asshole road and do some sort of politically motivated podcast. Just choose a side, piss people off. You know, that is the easiest thing to do. And I could probably have hundreds of thousands of viewers and everything else, but I don't want to walk around all day, you know, with my head on a swivel, you know, knowing that I was pissing people off for a reason for money. I'm pissing people off for money. It's one thing to have an opinion and to stand by it and have your opinion not fully accepted by everybody. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, just being an asshole, it, it's frustrating seeing that stuff happen. But I think that there's a fine line between having a chip on your shoulder, being confident, and being an asshole. I'm here to tell you right now, whatever motivates you. A lot of people think, well, I'm, I guess I'm motivated by rejection or maybe even jealousy, which is a bad emotion, by the way. Anger motivated by women, motivated by sex, motivated by money, no matter what it is that motivates you, I say tap into it. I say tap into it. As long as you're not hurting others around you and your family loves you and you honor them and you're a good person, but you still got that chip on your shoulder, wherever you find motivation, tap into it and run with it, okay? I just did a post on uh, Instagram that talked about, and it's true, don't care what other people really think of you, okay? And it's not walking around going, I hate people that say that. I don't give a fuck what people think of me. I'm a tough motherfucker. No, you're not, okay? The simple fact that you are saying that means you care, all right? It's a front. We all see through it, all right? But you don't have to take any shit. And 
just knowing that people are going to make up their opinion about you no matter what you do. Right now, I have people that like this show. I have people that like me as a person, and I have people that hate me. I see it. I see it. I got, I got a hater right now. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Person spending their entire time trying to leave me messages and everything else, and they don't realize that um, their email that comes through my website, their URL uh, is traceable. It says it right there in the back part of my website, so I know where they are and everything else. But it's it's just so weird that people take time out of their day to try to harass you. So my point is, is they're going to do it no matter what. They have their mind made up about you. So why are you spending your time to try to change their opinion of you? They're going to think what they want about you anyway. And chances are they are an asshole, not you. If they're spending their time worried about what you have going on, worrying about what your little podcast is doing, worried about your success, that means you're doing something right. I would just, um, I just kind of feel like I want to get my, uh, my inner scoundrel back. I kind of feel like it's been missing a little bit. And I hope that if I'm able to capture that and channel that again, that it doesn't manifest in an outwardly way. I want it to manifest in an inwardly confident way. I hope that, um, that you guys out there that are people pleasers, I hope that this kind of rings true to you because I am you and it's, it's not a good place to be. It's not a good feeling to feel like, Oh, I got taken advantage of because I'm a nice guy. You don't have to be that guys. All right. And I'm sorry about my throat today. I've got this, I don't know, some sort of weird chest cold. I feel fine, but there you go. And for those of you looking at YouTube, look at this new little uh, microphone flag that says Terry James show on it. Anyway, guys, listen, thank you so much. And uh, seriously, guys, get that, get that inner swagger. Get that inner thing going on. Find your goddamn inner uh, scoundrel. That's what it is. I don't know. Whatever it is, get that chip on your shoulder. Be motivated by whatever it takes to motivate you. Hopefully, it's a healthy motivation because you can go down a road where, you know, jealousy, being motivated by jealousy, not a good thing. But being motivated by just wanting to succeed, when you see others that are successful and you go, well, wait, I could do that. That's, that doesn't mean it's jealousy. That's just being motivated by their success. Cheer their success on. But go out there and get your own, man. Okay, I had to run in here real quick to record this. I'm sitting here growing through uh, Instagram. And there's here, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to hold this up. You can see this off my iPad. Uh, Six psychological, uh, I can't read backwards. Six psychological tricks to influence anyone to do anything. I I scrolled through the very first one and went, oh God, I got to do this on the show. Sometimes this stuff cracks me up. Sometimes, uh, you know, some of it makes sense. This comes from a motivational video uh, people. You know, that's the stuff I end up on my, on my feed. It's puppy dogs. It's motivational shit. There's some Dodger things in there. You know, some sports. 
pretty simple guy that's just trying to get through life with the least amount of stress and anxiety. I'm not an anxious person, but I can see where, you know, in today's day and age, you could become pretty anxious pretty quick. You know, all the stuff you're being force fed. Even this stuff is bullshit. Let's see here. Six psychological tricks that can influence anyone to do anything. Swipe left to read. Here we go. Uh, If anyone insults you, pause for a second and look at them and say, are you all right? You know what? That's not a bad, a bad thing to do, but I don't think it's to influence anybody. I think it's a good thing to have in your back pocket, actually. Usually when somebody is insulting you and it's not done in a funny way where you're just trying to be funny and, you know, joke around with your buds, usually uh, it's them that has the problem, not you. And asking them if they're okay, it will disarm them a little bit. But, uh, you know, just let it go. Just let it go. All right, that's not bad. That's okay. Number one isn't too bad. That's not a bad tip. Are you all right? If somebody's just insulting you, say you get you need to talk about something because this is not your normal behavior. This isn't the person that I know and love and respect. All right, here we go. Number two, if you think someone is lying, look at their eyes and don't say anything. Probably a good tip. Unfortunately, I'm the guy that says shit. I don't know what it is about me that makes me feel that I have to call people out on their bullshit lies. I, and, and I know what it is. I don't want people thinking they got over on me. I don't want people thinking that I'm stupid or gullible or all kinds of things. So there's got to be a better way. I mean, our radio show in the morning, the Lexi Terry show, it's, it's filled with that. It's littered with what I mean, what are you talking about? That's not what you, that's not who you are. And I'm just as guilty of it. I'm not Mr. Policing the world about their lying or not. It's just that it's just so weird, but, but not saying anything. And if you look them in the eye and you just give them that, like, that stare, maybe that might work like, yeah, okay. You're not, you're not getting over on me on this one. Try somebody else. Not a bad thing, but that's not influencing somebody to or anybody to do anything. This is this saying is titled wrong. Not bad, exa- not bad though. Not bad, uh, you know. Advice number three: If you're in an argument, keep your voice calm. It'll give them the impression that you're winning the argument. One hundred percent true. A hundred percent true. Not to influence people to do anything, but. If you just take a breath, and that's where I found that, I'm going to keep saying it, that's where I found that meditation really helps. It gives you that moment to realize, oh, wait a minute, this is what's happening. I now have a choice. I now have a choice to ramp that shit up and have some fun, (laughs) to go ahead and bitch slap somebody and prove to them that I'm the superior human, or you could just kind of go, you know what? This isn't really worth it. You could have a nice, calm thing. So I, you know, you have a, a nice talk. But a lot of times that doesn't work because I've tried before. I've done this on purpose. Calm tone of voice. Uh, you'll you'll notice that I do it on the Lexi Terry show a lot. I just I I don't get ang- I don't get angry anymore. Every once in a while I will. So that's that's a lie right there. 
Uh, but I, I don't get as angry as I used to. I just kind of let people bury themselves if they want. I just don't care about that anymore. I don't care about that. So anyway, let's see here. Number four, good posture increases confidence. Spread your body out, take up more space. It'll lead to increased confidence. Absolutely true. But right here, they're probably talking more of a body language kind of way. There are experts that do a lot of body language stuff. And if you just pick up or go on YouTube and just research a, a body language video, I highly suggest doing that. Just, and they're all over the place. And there's even memes of what body language means. And I think there's really something to that. There really is. I mean, you can kind of tell when somebody's intimidated. You can tell when they're full of shit. You can tell when they're confident and all that. I mean, I, I notice that when I take a deep breath and I stand taller, and I've talked about this before many times, I know that I can change the physiology of a room by walking into it or at least my part of the room that I take up. And if I walk in and I'm kind of like, oh, how are you guys doing today? Oh, nice to see you. Or if you walk in, stand tall, kind of have a little pep talk with yourself before you walk in and just go, you know what? I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to smile at people. I'm going to look them in the eyes. I'm going to be interested in what they have to say. I'm going to be in that moment. It just changes the whole vibe and it changes your whole vibe and it changes your whole experience. And it's just a physiological thing that you can actually do. There's something to standing up straight. There's something to, uh, you know, owning the space you're in. It does. I don't, I don't like the taking up space. Like that means I'm taking your space away from you and denying your existence. That's not what that means to me. What this means to me is just owning your own space, owning where you are and being confident, being calm and, uh, being a good person. Nothing wrong with that. So far, four things, not too bad. How many did they say? There were six. Okay, number five, your eyes dilate when you're talking to a person you love. See, I never heard this. And I've taken a lot of psychological classes. Kind of, um, I don't know. I, uh, I, I think that uh, I've taken so many classes on it that I'm sure I have some sort of degree by now. <laughs> I've, I've learned so much about this but your eyes dilate when talking to a person you love so does your wiener you know I don't, <laughs> I don't know I, I don't know I'm gonna uh, you know what I'm gonna see if my wife really loves me I'm gonna see that today I'm gonna look her in the eyes and go you, you know Anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take note of that. I, know, I can't even comment on this. I have never heard this at all. Number six, uh, if you're not following me, you're probably never going to see me again. You are. Congratulations. I'll shut the fuck up. Drop 100% if, this, if you reach this last slide. This shows you're part of the 0.01% who actually finish what they start. Oh, listen to that reverse psychology telling you you're a good person for following them. Oh, I love these people. They make me feel good about myself. Hey, listen, there's some, uh, there's some good gems there. There's some good advice right there. I'm glad that I did this. I really am. All right, there you go. I'm all about this. More to come. I'm going to find more things like this and comment on them. Uh, some other things I plan on doing. If I stumble across like a really good motivational uh post where 
somebody's talking and trying to motivate somebody, you know, uh, I, I want to tear them apart because there's really, there's, there's nothing about this shit's magic. Wanting to be happy is a choice. It's a hundred percent your choice. Wanting to be a good person is a choice. Sometimes you got to work on it. Wanting to remain calm while others around are arguing. That's a choice. Wanting to live a positive lifestyle and surround yourself with people that are authentic people. I'm not talking about these woo-woo motivational bullshit. That's why I'm doing this show right now. I don't like that stuff. I, you know, they look like it's the Stepford fucks or whatever that's called. If you watch them online, there's a group of people that I follow online, not because I'm getting a lot of content from them because I'm getting a lot of, whoa, these guys, they like, it seems like they interbreed. It seems like the weirdest thing to me. And I, I can name them all off if you want at some point, maybe I will, but I'm not doing this to call other people out. If you found your audience, good for you. We got a we got a nice group of people here right now that are starting, and I see them becoming friends, and I see them supporting one another, and I see the comments that you leave on certain things, and and keep those coming, by the way, keep them coming, by the way. Got a lot of a lot more plans, but uh, yeah, um, like I said, all of this really truly is. It's so simple. It's a choice, but you have to actually take some motion, some action. Just like that secret book, just thinking you're rich and you become rich. No, that doesn't work. You gotta, you gotta know that the world is abundant. You have to know that everything around you is an opportunity and you have to feel that and breathe that, but you also have to take some sort of fucking action. So I, I kind of grew up not wanting to be me. It's, it's a, it's not a good feeling not wanting to be you or wanting to be somebody else idolizing other people. It's just not a good feeling. It's not healthy, but I used it as a form of motivation to try to be better. But I, I did cross the line with certain friends that I had like, wow, I kind of idolize these people. Only later in life, I realized they're just people. They're good people, but they're just people. I had a lot of friends that I used to look up to. Uh, I no longer look up to them, but I don't look down upon them. I, I kind of have raised myself and my opinion to their level. And in some cases, I've noticed that it's flipped with some friends that I've had. Guys that I, I liked because they could get girls or they, they were fearless when it came to trying to meet people or they were funny or, you know, they had an accent. I had a friend who had an accent and, and all the girls liked him. And I'm like, you know, I, I just thought it was, uh, you know, the coolest thing in the world. And it's funny because some of these friends that I still have remained friends with kind of still look at themselves like, they got something on me. They, they don't, but they kind of feel like, hey, you know, this guy is going to pay attention to what I say. If I tell him to invest in this, if I tell him this or that or the other thing, man, I, I got news for you guys. I'm not the same dude anymore. 
I have had my own losses. I've had my own successes. And if I, and if I hadn't been quote unquote successful, maybe I wouldn't feel this way. I really believe that um, you really shouldn't idolize people. It's just a dangerous situation. There's nothing wrong with role modeling. There's a big difference to me between idolizing and role modeling. When you see successful people, you role model and you, you pick and choose what you like out of that. What is it? Do they have the body you want? What kind of workouts are they doing? Uh, what are they eating? You know, uh, if they have a successful marriage, how are they treating their wife? How are they treating their family members? Maybe I could adapt some of that in my own life and, and just kind of do that. Financially, man, what are you investing in? Ask a couple questions. You know, pick and choose about portions of people's lives that you really think, wow, you've done a really good job and compliment them on being so good at what they do. And they're very free to come up with the, the information. People love to talk about how successful they are. And I just, uh, so there's nothing, that's to me, that's role modeling. That's role modeling. That's information you're taking in. And you have to actively seek that information. You need to go look for that stuff in your life. But when you start idolizing somebody, it's funny because for years, and we've talked about this on other radio shows that I do and amongst friends and everything else, I love my jersey collection. Uh, which I've been getting rid of slowly but surely. It's kind of weird. I'm getting rid of all my printed T-shirts, although I like this one still. I'm wearing this green uh, surf shirt. Anyway, um, I, I'm getting rid of a lot of that, but I never, ever would buy a jersey with somebody else's name on it. I just would feel weird doing that. Hey, I'm Joe Namath. Look at me. I'm Jerry Rice. Yeah, sure you are, Terry. You fat little white guy. <laughs> but no, I, to me, that is an idolization thing. And I know right now people are good. I've upset people because there's a, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. These sports gear, uh, you know, stuff. They sell a lot of that stuff. And, and I, and it's weird because I remember I was a fan of the, still am of the Dodgers. And I remember my favorite player was Dusty Baker. And Dusty Baker was the left fielder to the Dodgers. I would go to baseball games alone at Dodger Stadium. I knew that if I got there at a certain time, I could hop the fence of the parking lot. They own their own parking lot there at Dodger Stadium. I could hop the fence and I could run without security seeing me to this little ticket booth that they had behind the bleachers. I don't know if it's still there or not. It's been a while since I've been to Dodger Stadium. God damn it, I really want to go. I want to smell those Dodger dogs. Anyway, I would get there and I would be the first in line because if you were first in line, you would get front row of the bleachers. And they called it Baker's Acres, Dusty Baker's things, you know. And, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. And when security would come around, I would go around this, I would circle around the, the, the ticket booth. Like if you're trying to be around a tree, so somebody's trying to catch you or see you and you're just trying to not be seen. I would see the security guy walk around and I'd go around, around, around. And as soon as they would open the gates to the parking lot, then the ticket booths would open. And I was there. I was right there. First guy there, man, all the time. 
I mean, to the point where people started to recognize me. I went to so many games by myself. And I remember sitting there, and there was Dusty Baker, and I saw him smoking a cigarette. (laughs) I was like, holy fuck. Who are you, man? You're not an athlete. He's just a dude who smoked. But it bummed me out. It bummed me out. You know, I idolized the guy. He's probably a douchebag. Now he is because he's a manager of the Astros, and I hate the fucking Astros. Fuck you, Dusty Baker. (laughs) Stick your cigarettes up your butt. No, really. I just, um, you know, there's a big difference, like I said, between idolizing and role modeling because people are going to constantly let you down and you never know what's going on in that person's real life. Role modeling, 100% yes. Do not idolize. And I, like I said, I've, I've never wore jerseys with guys' names on the back. And it's funny because I saw a guy online talking about that the other day. And I was like, dude, I've been doing that for 50 years. You know, don't do that. Anyway, so yes, uh, don't spend time wanting to be somebody else. That's a very dangerous thing. What's a really gratifying position to be in is maybe you go to one of those high school reunions. Maybe you see an old friend you haven't seen in a long time that you used to look up to and you still love with your whole heart and you want the best for him and everything, but it's a really good feeling. I'm telling you right now, when the, uh, the tables have turned, when they kind of look at you as like, well, I kind of like the way your life turned out instead of mine, man. Thanks. You know, it's a real, real good feeling. Well, 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 there you go. Wrapping up another episode of the Terry James Show. Thank you so much for spending some of your quality time with me. It doesn't get by me. I know you got a lot of choices. I know that you have things to do. So I appreciate you. I I really do. Please uh, subscribe. Please share the show. Please review the show. It really really helps out. In fact, if you uh, have podcasts you like out there, that's something you need to know about podcasting, is that none of them take off unless you review and share and tell people about it. It's all based on that. Or you just have a shitload of money and, and pay everybody to do it. And um, that's out there too. I may cover that in an upcoming episode. Why not? So I'm off to the Oregon coast this weekend. Uh, looking forward to that. Spending Memorial Day weekend there. I hope everybody has a wonderful Memorial Day. And above all, remember what Memorial Day is all about. People that gave our lives for this country. Man, I'm telling you. All those people that, uh, that lost their lives for the United States of America and their families and how everybody was affected by that. I mean, it just, it's, it touches the, it beyond touches me. And in, in today's day and age, it angers me because of the way we're acting. Uh, I don't think they had this in mind when they were serving our country and losing our lives for this country, for our country to turn on each other. It's really upsetting. And I'm sorry I'm ending on a note like that. Listen, see you guys next Thursday. I'll be recording some stuff throughout the week. Like I said, a little when when the motivation hits me, the inspiration hits me, or I'm pissed off about something, I'm jumping right in the studio to record it. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Have a wonderful week, and we'll check in with you guys next Thursday. Thanks, guys.